0: If you're tired, if you're exhausted, if you're feeling eh, I get it, and that's okay, and we're going to talk about that today. Before I get started on the show, I have my new favorite, favorite thing, and I'm kind of surprised that it's my favorite thing, but I'm a raving fan of it, and it's probably going to surprise you. So let me just give you a little backstory. I live in Davis, California, which is in Northern California, and it's between Tahoe and San Francisco, and it's in the Valley huge agricultural community and it gets really hot here. <laughs> and to get a little bit of perspective, I grew up. I was born and raised in the San Francisco Bay Area. So there, most days it was 80 degrees in the summer and when we hit to 90, that was a really hot time. And where I live in the valley, we have gotten this week into the triple digits and that is part of the norm. So I have over the last, let's see, 2010, 30 years, gotten acclimated to the heat and no longer argue with it. And that's the weather's business. And I figure out ways to take care of myself. When we built our house, we put in a whole house fan about 18 years ago to help get the heat out of the house. And that was great because it did help get the heat out, but it was really loud. <laughs> it's like kind of like a jet plane. Anyways, so a few years ago, I started to get a little itch about, I just want to get a better whole house fan and I need to figure out why is my house so hot? Because my house would sweat, especially my office where I'm here recording this podcast and it would sweat and I was trying to figure out how do I solve this problem? Because my room is so much hotter than the rest of the house. So anyways, I finally, it's taken much time, but finally this summer, we got the whole house fan. But more importantly, we got this thing called a Gable fan. I didn't even know what it was. And yesterday I was talking to one of the guys who came to work on the Gable fan a bit yesterday. And I said, oh my God, I'm just a raving fan. That fan has changed my life. And he was a little kind of stunned. He's like, really? They haven't been that great. But here's why this Gable fan is so great. I guess it's better than typical cable fans. It's the part of the quiet cool. So you can Google it. It's a brand and it automatically turns on when the attic gets to be 110 and it sucks out that heat out of my attic. So then the air conditioning system is not fighting with the attic. And back in May, when we're hitting triple degree weather, my house was sweating. It was sweating. We're turning on the AC and they're fighting with each other. And here's the thing, we really haven't used the AC that much because of the gable fan. So (laughs) if you have high temperatures and you have an attic that keeps a lot of heat in, highly, highly recommend quiet, cool gable fans, not apparently the other gable fans. I have no idea about them, but this gable fan is fantastic. It automatically goes on and it goes off and it came by yesterday because it was making a little bit of noise from the vibration. So he's trying to soundproof it a bit but it has been a game changer. I cannot believe how excited I am about a Gable fan. I just want to tell everybody. So here I am telling you. (laughs) Okay. So this time that we're going through, it's hard people. It is hard and give yourself that credit that it's hard instead of beating yourself up that you should be doing it different, that there's something wrong with you. There's a lot going on. And I imagine, especially if you're here listening to this show, you've also are practicing feeling. And so you're feeling a lot. There's a lot of emotions. There's your own emotional energy. There's your family members. There's colleagues. There's your community. There's social media, right? There is so much emotional energy out there. And what I know because I talk to a lot of people, and people are exhausted. So can you give yourself permission to be OK and say, "I'm exhausted right now." If that's how you're feeling, just own that. Remember, Brené Brown says, "Own your story and love yourself." That's the bravest thing you can do. And until you own your story, you can't write a new story. So we are on an emotional roller coaster, 2020. I think back to end of 2019 and everybody was talking about, oh, 2020, it's gonna be this great year and it's this new decade and it's gonna be big things. Oh, it was big things, but I don't think any of us saw this coming. Maybe Bill Gates, there was a Time magazine article, it's total side note. I think it was from 2016. He was on the time cover of time and he was talking about the global pandemic, so he may have saw it coming. But I can tell you this, my bubble, we didn't see this coming. So 2020 has been an emotional roller coaster. And we keep getting in that cart and we go right in. It's up and down and up and down. And then you keep wondering, why am I so tired? Well, you're on an emotional roller coaster. And after a while, it may be fun at first, but it becomes draining. Think about that. So let's take a look at what's happening in the world. So, again, I live in the United States and I know we have an international audience. <laughs> and I also know because I have an international client base that. The world is watching the United States. (laughs) They're just watching everything that we're going through. I get a lot of empathy from the people that I get to work with. But let's take a look. In the United States, we have politics that are happening. And like I said, the world is watching. And people are wondering what's going to happen in November. And there's our leadership is being very divisive and not trying to bring people together. And there's a lot of powering over and there's a lot of emotions and there's a lot of fear and uncertainty and scarcity. And it's really, really tough. So we have politics and that's been going on for a number of years. Now, 2020, we have COVID. And I believe at this point, last I looked, Tennessee was still opening. But I think by the time you guys get this, show all the states have reopened. Maybe they'll be (laughs) closing by the time that this podcast drops, but we have reopened. And unlike New Zealand, our numbers are rising. And there's so much controversy about wear a mask, don't wear a mask. It's my civil liberty not to wear a mask. You're not the boss of me, you know, fighting about personal rights. And then this whole conspiracy theory about the virus, the masks are one number The testing is one number. The hospital beds being filled up is another number. There's many different data points, but there's all the emotions and the frustrations about, you know, why won't people, you know, do what they believe is quote the right thing. So we have COVID and how do you reopen in COVID and what's okay and what's not okay. And that takes a ton of brain juice and people are hitting decision fatigue. So in addition to this emotional roller coaster we're on, there's decision fatigue. What's okay to have? What's not okay? Is it okay to eat out? Is it not okay to eat out? Is it okay to go to the hair salon? Is it not okay? Is it okay to go to the gym? Is it not okay? Should I be wearing a mask? Should I not be wearing a mask? Should I be wearing a mask when I'm out walking? Should I not be wearing a mask? It's this constant, what am I supposed to do? So our brain, we have emotions and then our cognition is getting exhausted because we're trying to make all these decisions that were on autopilot for so long. So, we have politics in the US, COVID, and racial injustice in our country. You guys, it's a lot. And I didn't even talk about the economy and the ripple effects of what's happening to our economy and the stresses that's happening to a lot of homes with their own financial well being. So, there's a lot of stuff going on. So, of course, you're tired. And remember when you're feeling that takes energy and it's not bad to feel because the alternative, as I've talked about many, many times on the show is if you don't feel now, it's going to blow later. So it's really, really important that we feel that we connect to the emotions that are within and know that of course you're exhausted. It's a lot. So instead of arguing with yourself or beating yourself up, that there's something wrong with you, know that you're feeling a lot and you're going through a lot. Remember, it's okay to feel the feelings and it's okay to not feel good because you're feeling the feelings. Feel it, understand it, and then it's important to take care of yourself so that you can rise back up. I have found myself in the last couple of weeks going from a place of being hopeful to despair all in an afternoon. It's fascinating. Remember, it's the roller coaster. And earlier this week, I came home on Tuesday night from the monsters and I was flat out tired. I was exhausted. I haven't felt that tired in a decade. It was bone tired. Now here's where I have gotten better because before I would have beaten myself up and said, what's wrong with me? And, you know, been very critical. And instead I got curious about it. And I said, I wonder why am I so tired? What is going on? And I thought about it and I thought about, okay, how I've been eating, how's my sleep been going. And so then I went to, once I accepted and owned the story of, I was tired. And it wasn't that I did anything wrong, right? I wasn't looking for blame or judgment, but I was tired that I was able to say, Corinne, what do you need? And what I really needed was to take a shower and go to bed. I was supposed to help somebody with something that evening. And I called them and I said, you know, I can't do it. I just, I need to go to bed. So I said, no, which is not something I like to do, but I did. So when you get tired Know that these are challenging times and know that some days are great and some days are so hard. And remember, we are on this roller coaster and your emotions are not something you can necessarily see, right? So sometimes it becomes hard and difficult and not tangible. But as you feel them, you're going to feel a lot and it's okay to feel. It really is okay to feel. What we don't want to do is react upon them, right? Emotions are powerful and the unpleasant ones can be draining. And while I consider myself to have a large capacity for emotions and especially other people's emotions, I've also noticed that I'm shorter this week on my capacity. I have less capacity and I have less ability to focus. So my productivity... (laughs) The get shit done measurement that I like to do, that has been the how she really does it standards, has been less. And again, my brain wants to beat me up, but I don't allow it. I remind myself of like, oh, I'm tapped. I'm really tapped out right now. And what do I need to do to take care of myself so that I can fill up that capacity? Because I think about capacity in terms of, I use the analogy of you know cups or mugs or shot glass sizes or coffee cups or mason jars or hydro flask. I think I have like a 48 ounce hydro flask, but I think about that. So I have a pretty high capacity for emotions, but if there's nothing in there, it doesn't matter how big my capacity is. So I need to fill that part up. So while I consider myself to have a rather large capacity for emotions and especially other people's emotions this week, I've noticed I've had less and that's okay. And each time I remind myself, this is all a lot. And I ask myself, what do I need? And I think about simple solutions. And this is what I've been helping my clients with as well. Simple solutions. And I think about realistic solutions. So example is, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, we just want to get out of town. But I have this rule about bathrooms. Like right now in COVID, I'm not using public bathrooms. So leaving town has constraints around it. It's not going to happen if public bathrooms come into play. So instead of going out of town to go hiking, I am walking the green belts of Davis, California, right? And then the other thing I do is there's no sense in daydreaming about traveling when bathrooms are an issue for me. Maybe they're not for you, but for me, plus I don't want to spend a whole lot of time decontaminating a space. (laughs) I don't want to keep it simple. So notice, are you tired? Have you been feeling your emotions? have you been feeling a lot lately? It's okay. Are you judging yourself or are you being an emotional scientist? Mark Brackett is a professor and he's also the founder and director of the Yale Center for Emotional Intelligence. He's a professor in Child Study Center at Yale University. And he uses that term, are you an emotional scientist? We want to be emotional scientists, like be a scientist of your emotions, like we don't need to judge it, be a scientist. And there's a correlation with being an emotional scientist as having a growth mindset, which we talk about a lot here. And that means one is pay attention, feel your feelings, let it out. And what I mean by letting it out, not offloading your pain to others, but it may mean crying. It may mean venting. Maybe you need to talk to a friend or therapist a coach somebody and to vent, right? Feel your feelings. I have some clients, they'll get on the phone for their weekly session and they'll start to vent. They get upset. They say, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, but this is what we're here for. It's so that you can do all this processing, get all the stuff moved through it so that you can re enter and lead your team, lead your family, lead yourself, and get grounded after our session. But you need a safe place to process. So feel your feelings. This doesn't mean you act out your feelings. That's really, really important because when we don't feel our feelings, that's what's going to happen. And when our feelings become too much, it becomes so easy to just offload it. One of my clients this week, she had a really hard day and there was some stuff that had gone down and she went out on a run and for her running is therapy and she allowed herself and she doesn't really like to have these feelings, but she had a lot of anger And she ran and she allowed herself to get really mad in her head as she was running and pounding the pavement and letting it out and owning her story and saying who she was mad at. This is all within her as she was running and processing, right? And what she did was she did this run and it felt so good to just own it instead of trying to be the good girl and pretend it wasn't happening. And she owned it. And she also knew that She needed to process it some more before she could go inside her home because she didn't want to bring this emotional energy into her family. So she got that out there. That was a way of feeling her feelings, being in a container that works for her, getting it out, processing it, and then helping her get really clear. So emotions are really powerful. You may not speak your emotions. But you can feel them, they can give you clarity and understanding, and it can help you make decisions. And then with your emotions, if you don't clean that up, those around you can feel it. And we're seeing that right now in our lives. So I've often said here, and I learned this from Joe Bolte-Taylor, be responsible for your emotional energy that you bring into a room. And when you are drained, think about what you need to do to recover, to refill, so remember I talked about capacity. Do you have a shot glass size of capacity for emotions? Do you have a coffee mug size? Do you have a mason jar size? Do you have a Hydra flask size? We all have different emotional capacities and that's okay. You can grow it like I used to have a shot glass size. My capacity is much bigger. I've learned how to grow it and develop. It's like a skill set. It's like learning how to swim. You can learn how to grow. So maybe You know, when you first start swimming, you can swim 200 yards, eight laps at the pool and that's it. And you keep showing up and keep practicing and you eventually get to 2000 yards. So we all have different emotional capacities, but you can grow it. But before you can grow it, you must fill it up. You must fill up whatever you have. So how do you refill? Here are some concrete examples for you. Sleep. Sleep is one of the most important things you can do. And when I talk about sleep, I'm not talking about the hiding away type, like oh I'm going to run away and sleep and, you know, numb myself. I'm talking about sleep like our brain needs ourselves to sleep. Our bodies needs ourselves to sleep so that we can heal and replenish. So, sleep in the sense of nourishing our body and our brain. Connecting with others, that could be a way to refill, but it depends like What's happening with your emotional energy? Are you getting filled up or are you filling up for others? So that's something to pay attention to. There are some people who are givers and there's some people who are takers and there's some give and take and paying attention. This is all the stuff, the invisible stuff that we may not notice. So after you connect with others, how do you feel? Do you feel replenished or do you feel drained? Pay attention to that. And it's not an all or nothing that, oh, all people drain you or all people fill you up different people and depending on where their capacity is right now. Like my client did with her run and acknowledging her story, she let out the pain so she can move through it and release the painful feelings. And the next day she felt so much better and she was clear and she was very calm. It was a very productive period for her to go on that run and process and own her story. For some people, music, is a great way to replenish. It helps fuel you. For some, it can be reading. That can help fuel you. The other one is managing your cognition, which is what are you telling your brain to do? Telling your brain the truth. It's mindset practice, which I talk about here so often. You want to tell it what you know. So I remind myself daily, especially when it becomes, you know, there's so much uncertainty in the world and what's going to happen and my brain can just rehearse tragedy. I remind myself daily We are humans and we have a history of being resilient. So I would not have known how to get through COVID a year ago, six months ago, but we've been getting through COVID. I don't know what the future brings, but I remind myself that we are humans and we are resilient. And that's really important. The other thing is, is that when we get into this place of fear, because remember, our brain is set up to protect us. And when I used to teach at the college, I used to teach a learn to swim class and it was an indoor pool. And a lot of my students at some point in their life had had serious trauma around a pool. They had you know, a near drowning. They were raised in a family that wasn't comfortable around a pool that really taught them and ingrained in them that pools are dangerous. And so then they show up to my swimming class and want to learn to swim at some point. There's usually a catalytic event they have a child, they need to graduate. And so they're like, okay, I hate all exercise, so swimming's the one I'm gonna do. There's something that finally gets them into the pool. Now, when I would teach them, we would learn in a part of the pool that was sectioned off and it was three and a half feet deep, which is about, I think, a meter for those of you that live outside the US. So it was everybody could have their head out of the water when they were standing, their feet touched the ground. And when I would remind them, Before we started the class in every day, especially the first few weeks, I would remind them if you ever get in a panic, remember you can stand up and it wasn't condescending and it seems so matter of fact and plain sighted, but when we get into fear or panic, we forget what's right in front of us. So it's so important to remind us of our truth. Tell your brain the truth remind yourself that a lot of my clients, they've been doing that. They've been telling themselves the truth. They remind themselves that, Hey, you know, the unemployment rate may be high, but my job is stable, right? I have employment. I have plenty of money. And they remind themselves of what is their truth. So you remind yourself of what is your truth. So those are different ways that you can refill. Again, I'm going to go through them quickly this time, sleep, connecting with others, letting go of the pain, right? Feeling your feelings, music, Reading, cognition, telling your brain what the truth. Those are things you can do to refill and test it out. How do you feel afterwards? You're not going to perk back up and be like, oh my God, I'm so amazing. And it's so fantastic. And I have all this energy. We're tired. There's a lot and we've got to sustain it over time. So yes, you are tired. Yes, you are feeling a lot. There are a lot of emotions surrounding us. Remember that. And you're picking up other people's emotions as well as your own emotions. So don't judge yourself. Take care of yourself so that you can take care of others. That's really the important thing. You need to refill so that your glass is full so that you can then pour it into other people. Take care of yourself so you can take care of others. Take care of yourself by feeling your feelings, staying out of judgment, and replenishing your capacity. And then tomorrow, my friend, you're going to rise up back up again. And we're going to get back on that roller coaster. And sometimes we need to go, okay, I've been writing it too much. and just need to go sit on the bench or I need to go back to the hotel and sleep. And I'll come back tomorrow to the park. That's what we're doing here. All right, my friend, it's okay to be tired. It's okay to be exhausted. Take care of yourself. And one of the things that I do in addition to this is I journal Every day I journal, some days I forget, or some days it becomes a shit show, honestly. So for those of you that would like that structure, we have the mindset journals. There's a link in the show notes and you can grab yours. We have a PDF or we mail out the physical copies. Okay, my friend, I'm smiling big for you. Hey. was an awesome lesson for her to incorporate into her life. Go to the show notes and there's a link in the show notes where you can sign up and get these emails in your box.